0: You're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast, hosted by yours truly, Miss Mia Angie Africana Sutton. Hey, y'all. Hey, teasers. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of season two of Birds, Bees, and Teas, your favorite sexuality education and storytelling podcast. This podcast episode is entitled Nia's Hotels and I'm not gonna um, spill too much of my own tea, but I'm definitely going to um, give a review of Jasmine Sullivan's um, newest album, Hotels, uh, because I think that it is um, just so important and also embodies the spirit of the storytelling aspect of this podcast so um, I definitely featured this I I featured um, a song from this album on my birds bees and teas season two trailer video that um, I talked all about in the intro episode of this season Um, and it's also been circulating on social media Um, so please when you come across it please feel free to repost, retweet, share, like, comment, all of those good things. So, yes. Um, So if you haven't heard the album, I definitely encourage you to stop what you're doing right now. Put me on pause and open up your music app and download it, okay? Because you need to get into the album. The album basically shares different tales or stories from different women about experiences that they have had in their lives with sex, sexuality, dating, relationships, love, the whole nine, heartbreak, all of that good stuff. Um, And so they share a story and then um, Jasmine Sullivan accompanies that story with uh, a song that um, really puts, music or a soundtrack to the story that um, was just told so really amazing awesome album 10 out of 10 would recommend um, I love all the songs I'm actually going to go through each song and really give my review and my perspective on the songs like with my sex educator my sex my sexuality educator cap one um, but also sharing my own experiences um, with that tail or that song so let's start with the first song the intro bodies i love this song um as soon as i hear it when it comes on i'm like yes okay like i just love how she put this whole song together and yes now what i will say is that I have not had too many experiences where I um, didn't know where I woke up. (laughs) Um, I I think just my Black womanhood doesn't allow me to relinquish that much control. Um, But alcohol has definitely played a role in, um, you know, impairing my decision making skills, where I have definitely um made some whole like decisions that I probably would not have made or maybe just would have even given more thought to um, if I was not a little inebriated so definitely love the intro she did what she had to do and I really love the live version of the song I love the live version of all these songs I'm a live version song type of girl Um, But her Tiny Desk concert is amazing. If you haven't seen that, definitely tune into that too. Um, So the next track on the album is Antoinette's Tale, and this is the tale that is featured in my um, trailer video, Um, and it really talks about like women reclaiming their sexuality um, and you know, stop giving and relinquishing all of the power to men. Um, And I just really love the message of Antoinette's Tale. Um, And, you know, this podcast really serves to uplift women in their experiences and, you know, teach us autonomy and teach us ownership and Um, you know, help us to embrace agency over our sexuality. And that's what that tale is all about. So I just love it. Track number three, Pick Up Your Feelings, Woo! yeah. This this song right here really hits different for me. Um, You know, if this song came out a couple of years ago, it would have been so helpful in my healing journey Um, healing is not a linear thing and you know i continue to undergo the process of healing as i unpack new things and learn new things about myself um and so i'm grateful to you know have this song now especially since um my toxic ass motherfucking ex be like sending me pictures of us from you know four years ago and acting like it was an accident and stuff you know it will never happen again because um that child of god is blocked on everything now but um you know that was something that i had to do and i thought about responding to that last message of you know a picture of us um you know, with this song, like, I'm like, let me send him this Apple Music link, but I was like, you know what, that's a little bit too much, but he needs to get that picture, baby, come pick up your goddamn feelings, like, this song, word for word, really embodies everything of (laughs) what I feel towards that, um, and if it, it really gives me a lot of power, um, because, it describes everything of what I did to move on and how I moved on. And so I just love Jasmine for this. Like she really did what she had to do. And I think that um, all women who um, experience breakups, especially on the part of like disloyalty or disrespect or anything like that, like, you know, you may be having a hard time, you know, all of that, but definitely really get into the lyrics of this song. And dismiss a motherfucker if you need to. So, love it. And the vocals, okay? The vocals, the vocals! Come on, Miss Jasmine. She did what she had to do. Yes. So, the next tale is Ari's tale. Ari Lennox is a goddamn fool, okay? (laughs) Let me just say that. But I absolutely love her, I absolutely stand her. She is a DC girl um, and I love her, love her for it. Um, and so in this tale, she talks about how she was essentially stigmatized and she was willing to lose so many things like her career and uh, ruin so many things in her life and her reputation behind this person that she was dealing with and the dick that she was receiving. And one thing that I can say about that is that I have never, and I do not ever want to experience that type of dick that makes me want to ruin my career. No, thank you. (laughs) No, motherfucker, thank you. I am good on it. I'm sure that it was magical. She was describing it and all those other things. But I do not want that type of sex in my life ever. That makes me want to ruin my reputation and ruin my career. No, thank you. I'm good. What I can say, um, what was really relatable about this tale is that I have absolutely um, dealt with someone who I knew I should not have been dealing with. I knew that it was not a good look to be dealing with this person because of their um, reputation and past history with Um, relationships and dating and um, how they behaved in those relationships Um, very super toxic nigga okay just to make it plain Um, I didn't experience those same types of toxicities in our dealings but I knew that that was going on um, and had gone on in relationships that he had been in or people that he had dealt with before Um, And so, you know, that was like, it's kind of like cringy thinking back on it. Um, He didn't have me willing to throw anything away, but I definitely dealt with him for longer than I should because of the sexual exploration. Um, I was definitely a lot younger, um, very sexually inexperienced, and this person, you know, allowed me to have that exploration, but that's all it could ever be because, like I said, toxic ass nigga textbook. So I I feel you on that Ari, but um, keep the um, career ruining dick away from me and all of my homegirls in the name. (laughs) Okay. I don't wish that on nobody. Okay. I don't wish it on a soul. Um, so I love how they transition into the song Put It Down um, after talking about like being stupid for some dick because they was definitely talking about some crazy wild shit in this song. The Put It Down song. Yeah, love the intro. But she immediately started talking about some bullshit. Okay, see right there, right there. Immediately got into it. He lived with his mama, but I treat him like a king. Now, I'm not saying that he's not a king. I'm not saying that he ain't shit because he lived with his mama. But I'm saying for me, (laughs) for me, Nia, Angie Africana, absolutely not. Um, No, 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 no. I know so she immediately got into the the bullshit and I really couldn't take it but um yeah I love the song though and there were some parts of the song that I really agree with um I love the part at the end where she's like trick on your nigga trick on your nigga if you hit me good and trick on your nigga because I absolutely turn into a full-on trick when I'm in relationships. And it's always reciprocal, okay? You know, like, dudes who I, like, kind of dealt with or talked to, you know, they will never know this side of me. I'm probably, like, just a little broke, little bitty. But, like, relationship, Nia, I'm like, come on, let me fly you out. Like, let's go here. Let's do this. Like, let me buy you some cologne. buy you some shoes. I, confessional, uh, confession moment, I have definitely bought a nigga a playstation before like on some trick on your nigga shit because he was hitting it good make you say woo type shit um so i definitely understood that part but she really lost me with the you know he just really don't have it and he be asking her for money and he lived with his mama and then she said pay his rent if he hitting it good but he lived with his mama so you paying his mama rent that's the other type of dick you got to keep away from me I don't want the dick that's so good that make me pay your mama rent. Uh-uh, I'm good. I, <laughs> I'm good. I don't want that. I don't want to participate in that. Um, God bless your mom, but no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am, baby. I, I'm trying to find a nigga to pay my rent. You think I'm about to be paying somebody mama rent? Um, no. Okay, so very good song strange message but i feel you sis the next song is on it and this song y'all it is so majestic and sexy and sensual and just all of the things ari linux ari linux's voice in combination with jasmine sullivan i mean just two powerhouses really bring in soul back, really bring in R&B back. Like, I just love them. I love them. I love them for it. And I love this song. And so um, I am a woman of many hats myself, um, and I teach sensuality classes. I teach heels classes, choreographed um, heels, dancing, all of that good stuff. And so for Valentine's Day, um, this past Valentine's Day, I had the opportunity to um, teach a heels dance class, and I choreographed the song to um, on it, and it was everything. And this is definitely a song that I feel that everyone needs to add to their um, sex playlist. If you don't have one of those, you definitely need to get one, even if it is just solo sex. Um, definitely something to set the mood while you're having some you time or some us time, we time, boo time, all of that good stuff. So I love that song. Um, It really, you know, when I sink into it and like really let the music take over, it takes me to another place. Um, It really lets me tap into that very soft and sensual and submissive side of myself. So I just love it. Yes. On it, baby. They did what they had to do. And then I love that um, the mix that Amorphous did, the the, um, young guy who who has been going viral um, from like TikTok videos of him doing mixes with, you know, two different songs. He did a mix of On It and Rock It by Beyonce. Ah, it goes off, honey. It goes off. So love it. Love it, love it, love it. The next tale on Jasmine Sullivan's album is Donna's Tale and this is probably um, my favorite or my second favorite to Antoinette's tale um, because it was just so real like you can tell it was unscripted. It was a conversation amongst women, much like the episodes that um, I have had on this podcast in season one, um, you know, kiki with the girls, hollering, talking way too loud for the mic, um, all of that. And I just loved the energy that Donna's tail brought and the message. Um, she talked about how, um, you know, women, we all have tricked even women in relationships and married women, how married women even say, oh, I'm gonna put it down on my husband tonight, or I'm gonna give him some of this tonight so that I can get what I want out of him. Um, And how we utilize our sex and our sexuality as power in our relationships. Um, And so oftentimes we like say about other women in a very judgmental way like how could she use her body for this how could she use sex to get this when that doesn't stop when you get into intimate partner relationships it doesn't stop um you know like we still know our power and we still know what you know how to use what we got to get what we want <laughs> You know, we still know how to do all of those things. We know how to turn the sexy on. We know, um, you know, the power that that holds. And so I just really appreciated her telling that tale and really bringing that realization to so many women and helping us all to like learn to not judge one another and not judge other people. um, When oftentimes we share many of the same behaviors, um, just in different contexts, and so I just love Donna's Tale. I love Donna. Hopefully one day I get to meet her, whoever she is, because she is an absolute queen, okay? Okay, the next song on the album is Price Tag, featuring Anderson Pack. And I love this song, too, but it's definitely um, probably my least favorite on the album, Um But I love the message, of course. Um, I'm going to take all I can get that money keeps the pussy wet. Um, Snaps right there for the queen. Snaps right there for the queen. She did what she had to do. Um, Now, I will honestly say that one of the reasons and probably the only or the primary reason why I don't really rock with the song is because Anderson Pack's verse, he was, you know, going in, and I'm a fan of his, don't get me wrong, but um, he just got um, like really colorist out of nowhere for no reason. That is like a whole nother topic that we can get into, but colorism and texturism and featureism absolutely impact sexuality the way that other people view us as sexual beings um and all of that all of those good things i learned a lot about um how those things colorism texturism and featurism um play a role in sexuality from dr donna orioa um who's a sex therapist and um, just someone who I admire so much and look up to. Um, She often um, is a speaker on many of the sexual health education events that I attend for my own learning, um, and has even been a featured speaker on some of the sexuality conferences and things where I have been a presenter. So follow her on social media, you can learn so much. Um, And then she posts like Um, when she's presenting and things like that, um, because everything, so um, her Instagram is A-N-N-O-D-R-I-G-H-T, again, it's at A-N-N-O-D-R-I-G-H-T, and Dr. Donna Oriola, who is a Sex therapist who focuses on colorism, texturism, and uh, featureism in sex therapy. So, yes, get into the queen. So, the next tale is Rashida's tale. And this is the tale that sets up Lost Ones. Um, this tale talks about how Rashida was in a relationship with the woman who she thought was perfect for her, um, who she thought was her soulmate. They had even gotten engaged and Rashida ended up cheating on her partner with the partner's best friend. Um, And um, she just talked about like the heartache and hardship that she caused and that she also experienced uh, because the relationship ended um, as a result of her cheating. It set up, lost ones. Um, And I love this song. I love the composition of this song. I love the vocals, the live version. Absolutely. Um, I just love everything about the song, except for the message. The song is so toxic, y'all. Like, don't have too much fun without me. Try not to love no one. Like, you were the one that did wrong and you are the reason why you are no longer in my life, but you don't want me to enjoy life without you. Like that is so, 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 so super toxic and it's low-key triggering because I'm mad at Jasmine because this is like when my old niggas be writing me in my fucking inbox, my Instagram and stuff and finding me on Facebook and all that, Snapchat. That's what they sound like that's what they sound like in my dms like one of my old niggas for real y'all he told me you know i you know disclosed with him that i'm in a relationship which oftentimes like the men they don't believe or they don't pay any attention um they don't consider that to be valid when i share that with them because i don't post my significant other on my social media so they don't really care and they keep trying and it's so annoying so it's like I have to be so mean or just end up resulting to blocking them um and that just be what it is if you gotta get blocked you gotta get blocked but this is what these niggas be sounding like one nigga gonna tell me um that he just gonna stand by and play his part and wait for my dude to fuck up Oh, nigga, you are the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you, you. the reason that you are writing me on Instagram right now is because you are blocked from contacting me on my cell phone. You are the fuck up. Like, what do you mean you just gonna sit back and play your part? What is your part? You don't have a part. Baby, you were not casted for this film, for this production. So I don't know, like, that, that's all, just <laughs> that, that'd be really blowing me. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that, like, my ex- sent me a picture of us from, you know, when we were in a relationship from years and years and years ago. And that screams like, don't have fun without me. Don't enjoy life without me. Remember, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the shit doesn't um, evoke any emotion out of me. The only emotion that it evokes out of me is anger. Because, you know, don't put it on me like I'm the one that you know, it has ruined us and ruined our friendship and has excommunicated you and all of that, like, you know what I'm saying? You are the reason why we're here. So you can't ask me to not enjoy my life or move on my life. That that furthermore proves that you are toxic along with the reason that you sing in the song to begin with. So I ain't like that one, Jasmine. But you know what? It's honestly one of my favorite songs. on the album i sing it as if i broke somebody's heart and i you know i love it i love it but um very very toxic energy there so yeah next is precious tale i love Precious' tale um i really love the message and i love how honest and how transparent she was And even how vulnerable she was in that. I love how she um, talked about like how her upbringing and growing up not being privileged and not being wealthy and just not having um, plays a role in the standards that she sets in um, in her adult relationships. And I think that that is definitely something that we should take more time to think about, like the ways in which our upbringings and our familial relationships play a role in our dating and uh, relationship and love lives um, as adults. Um, but definitely, you know, like how we set those standards as well. And so I just I love Precious for for that and keeping it real, and a lot of people don't like to hear that, but the part that um, a lot of people often miss, and that Precious talked about, is like the ability to do it on her own, like she is able to sustain things on her own, she's able to buy herself nice things, and all of that, and she wants somebody who can do that for her as well, like, and I just appreciate how clear she is on her values, and what it is that she needs and what makes her come baby it's the money so i love it um and that sets up um for jasmine's song the other side and i love this song i um, really love the live version when you can hear like the background singers um and like their uh, different parts and uh, it's just everything composition 10 out of 10 um And this song really talks about how people want to, you know, live on the other side of their current reality that may be, you know, struck by poverty or debt or just not having, um, and how people want to live, like how we see people living on Instagram and in the movies and everything like that. Um, and she talks, and I love, um, Jasmine's chorus or the bridge where she's like I'm gonna go to Atlanta I'm gonna find me a rapper he gonna buy me a booty make me start some movies I love that because I lived in Atlanta for about two years and I cannot tell y'all how many women I met while living there that um were literally following that entire <laughs> like following that entire lifestyle like that was their blueprint like come to Atlanta meet a rich nigga meet a rapper you know it's the sugar daddy capital of the world you know and really um find somebody to help them like level up and level up their lives and so that's a real reality for a lot of women um and so Jasmine really got into it and the, the album was just so well informed like I you know you by listening to these songs, you would think that Jasmine like went through all of these things for herself, especially with the way that she sung them with, um, you know, just the, the strength that she sung the songs with. So I just, um, I really like that song as well. And that's one of the songs that she performs live on her tiny desk. Amanda's Tale. This tale made me A little bit sad, and I'm gonna play it for y'all. It's a little hurtful that I can't just be confident and in being with one person, that I got to look over my shoulder. Looking at these girls on Instagram, and it's hard sometimes because I don't have all that that they have. And sex has become my superpower. It's like sex is where I, I'm finding my worth. You know, it's that's the one thing that I know I can make you keep coming back There at the end of the day. Even if you don't really want me, I know you're going to want in that. one way, it's empowering. and another way, it's, it's sad. I feel moments of sadness knowing that, you know... Just me alone and who I am is not enough. And so um, I love the transparency. I love the vulnerability. I love um, the way that Amanda was able to see the positive um, the positive and the negative in um, what she shared and in, in, in the tale that she told. Um, and this podcast is for women who can really um, resonate with that and also all of us who have those Amanda moments like that like we may walk around like an Antoinette 90% of the time but we may have those the uh, 10% of the time with us those Amanda moments where um, you know we feel very low and I said this for women but this is for all people who experience this um, you know who feel rejection and um, you know, I kind of sometimes looking for people in our village or people who we are connected to romantically to kind of like validate us and accept us and love us and love on us um, and appreciate us and all of those things. Like we definitely all have those Amanda moments. Um, And so what I want for this podcast is, you know, for us to, for this podcast to be uplifting when we do have those moments. Um, For us to be able to find enough in ourselves to um, ground and empower ourselves so that we aren't easily affected by, you know, the airbrush and the Photoshop that we see on Instagram. Because it's not just people that we're seeing on Instagram. We're seeing carefully orchestrated um, postings, you know, and we all do that. Even if you're not using um, airbrush or Photoshop or whatever, you know, the way and the things that you post on your social media are very orchestrated and they are designed to put an image together um, and don't always necessarily reflect exactly who and what you are and what you have going on in that moment. So um, yeah, Amanda's Amanda's tale, it was a little um, saddening to hear, but also her understanding that um, there was power in her sex, Um, And then also, but, and what we need to understand is that there's only power in that because it's coming from us. And so that same power that you feel when you are, you know, um, giving someone else that pleasure or, you know, even receiving that type of pleasure from someone else, that type, that power that we feel is literally always us it's always within us and so that's why I'm so big on like tapping into your sexuality owning it and all of those things because there's so much power in it that you can um fully take ownership of and disperse in different areas of your life um and really bring that through and bring that confidence through and that self-esteem so yes I'm grateful for Amanda for telling that and um definitely Think about your Amanda moment. The next time when you have one, think about that and really sit in it and reflect in it um, and think about how you can build and grow from that and, you know, really embrace and empower yourself. So, yes. And so the very last song on the album that I love so much is Girl Like Me featuring her. Um, This was an awesome... Awesome collab, like they did what they had to do. Um, again, the vocals, powerhouses, really bringing that R&B back, honey. I just, I love it. And I love the song as well. Um, this is a song that I love to sing along to. Um, I just love the, um, how dynamic their voices are and all of that good stuff. Um, and the only thing that I really had to say about a girl like me, um, they say in the song, I don't want to be, but you going to make a hoe out of me. Now, I know that, you know, it probably felt good or it feels good to like kind of put that blame on a partner who hurt us or, you know, something like that. But in reality, if someone is bringing the hoe out of you, that means the hoe was already there. And you was just probably looking for a little reason to bring it out. It was coming up out of you anyway. You know what I'm saying? If you was going to hoe, you was going to hoe anyway. So (laughs) that's the only part that I didn't really agree with on the song. Like, you know, know, you're becoming a hoe because you experienced hurt or something like that. Um, And I don't think that's, you know, exactly the truth or that's exactly what happens. Maybe for some people it is. But I think um, what happens is that speaking back and tapping back into that power that we have from sexual energy, um, you know, you really get a lot of that back through your healing process. You get a lot of that back when you realize that, you know, it's time to move on with your life. It's time to turn a new page. You, um, you know, all of that power and the energy comes back to you all at once and it's a lot to deal with um, and you wanna share it and get it out and all of that good stuff like that. So I don't think it's necessarily, you know, someone being a hoe as a result of a breakup. Um, It's just your sexual exploration. Um, And you can sometimes even become more sexual after leaving a relationship because you weren't getting what you needed out of a relationship that you needed to leave. You weren't getting the um, emotional stability that, you know, allows you to be soft and relaxed enough to be your full, free sexual self. You weren't getting the safety. You weren't getting the security that you needed. And so when you take ownership of those things, when you take those things back or when you start to receive those things again, um, you know, it gives you more power to explore and open up. Um, really and be your full sexual being self and so um, that's definitely something that I think that I want um, you know people to think about like are you really going through a whole phase because you broke up or are you in a place that is providing you peace and sanity and clear clarity enough to explore your sexuality in its fullness okay get into that tease honey in the meantime, you all, make sure that you follow, like us, share, and subscribe to Birds, Bees, and Teas podcast. Um, and you can also donate to the podcast by way of Cash App at Birds, Bees, Tees, or at dollar sign Birds, Bees, Teas. Stay tuned all season long for new, fun, super sexy, and informative episodes of Birds, Bees, and Teas.